This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Rheumatoid Solutions Podcast with Clint Patterson, helping you to live an easier, healthier, and happier life. Clint here. Today I've got Cecile back. We had her on the previous podcast talking about her story and about how she got off prednisone and all about getting off prednisone. So if you have a situation where you're on prednisone and you want to learn about how to do that, go back and watch the last episode with Cecile. She also shares her story, how she did it. So it's all about prednisone. Today, we're going to talk about why diet is not enough. So a common mistake that a lot of people make when they start a program where there are dietary changes to influence their inflammatory arthritis is that they think that it's just a diet that's going to do all the heavy lifting and enable them to uh, get rid of their joint inflammation and come off their medications. And it is those mistaken views and expectations which then can create, set us up for disappointment and frustration when we experience uh, the actual rolling out of the plan. Even if the plan is the best possible plan that you could put together. And that's because there's more to it than just diet. And so I've invited Cecile back because she's a good example of someone who incorporates all aspects of the Patterson program and a, and a healing journey that takes into account the other aspects. And I want to hear about how these other aspects have been crucial over and above the diet in helping her improve. So welcome back, Cecile. Thank you very much. Happy to be there. So yeah, for me, like for, for many persons, the diet seems so big of a change. Because when you come from a regular diet, it is huge. It can, yeah, it can be overwhelming, of course, but especially it is taking so much place in your, in your daily life that you completely forget about the rest. The rest seems secondary. And unfortunately, it's not. So diet is a big thing and it is not easy and it is a huge change, but it is not enough. For me, I could see right away that diet was not doing all of it. I became vegetarian, I think, two years before starting rheumatoid arthritis. And when I've been diagnosed, just before I've been diagnosed, actually, I felt so bad with all what's happening to me. And I thought I should uh, go all the way in and go whole food plant-based and see if it would help me. And I felt better on a lot of levels, but it was not changing everything. When I've been diagnosed and I took out some, uh, I took out the oils and I took out the gluten. But again, I felt a bit better in a general way, but it was not impacting enough uh, my rheumatoid arthritis, not at all. So I was absolutely not reluctant to start medication because I was absolutely aware if I wanted to keep my joints, there was no other way. Mm. <laughs> That's very simple. So medication was for me difficult to accept. But I knew there was no other way than starting there. I never thought that would be something I would rely on all my life because we know they have other effects than, than the one which are helping us with our joints. But for me, that was really something I needed to go through in order to, to keep my joints safe in the a, in a, in a first uh, step of the, of the disease. 
But then I also saw um, rapidly, I, I realized that this fatigue I was having was just taking me down all the time. And I realized I was really getting stiffer, even if the pain was not there, but getting rid of my stiffness would take me more and more time. I really felt all of this was taking me down. So when, when I realized via your program how sport was absolutely necessary, I, I decided to try it. And like many of us, I went to my first become class. I thought I would die there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I hated you that day. <laughs> <laughs> and the first thought was like, no, it's wrong. That, that, that cannot be something that's good for me, that's going to help me. But I, I decided to try it and stick to it because I, when I saw your, your, your improvement, I, I just could not, not try it. That was just not possible. So I, I went for it. I'm lucky enough to have Bikram Yoga close by, only, only eight kilometers biking. So that's nothing. And I, I did stick with that. It was really painful. It was really hard. And then slowly I realized I was less and less tired. And in the beginning, I was kind of looking for excuses not to go because, you know, I'm so tired, I can't go. And then I started to not use those excuses anymore because I, I saw the, the benefit I could get out of it. And every time I had some issue with more pain, I would go back more to become and the pain would just slowly melt away again. Mm. So that was my second second drug, I would say, uh, for, for the pain and also improving my, my life quality because having less and less of this fatigue was a huge benefit for me, of course. Yeah, and that, that also helps your mental state as well. It helps with stress reduction yes. as well. So, so yes. the areas of influence over the condition we have, are we've got our medications, we've got our diet, we've got we've, our sport, as you call it, or exercise, we've yeah. got stress reduction, and we have, you know, supplementation. And then there's, yes. you know, there's some little um, quirky things that we can do with regards to earthing and oral health and things like that. But in terms of sort of our main categories, they are the main categories. And when we focus only on one of those categories and try to exploit it massively, we're going to get disappointed. It's like if we only relied on medications and we ate whatever we wanted and we didn't exercise. Don't you know that that medication is going to work its hardest for you for a year or two and then it's going to stop working because you're working against its efforts by doing all these other things that are counterproductive. Yeah. So, so, you know, we can't just, if we've got sort of three main areas, which is the diet, exercise and uh, diet, exercise medications, if we only do one of those three or even two of those three, really, we're up against the greatest enemy possible. We need to do all of the things correctly to make progress. Like you, you know, I did not succeed just doing dietary changes. I did eight months of the raw food diet, but I was on methotrexate as well. And I had to, from there, look at going on to another drug because I just couldn't break through and get rid of all the inflammation. Okay. So, that was the turning point for me when I, you know, basically, um, you know, took upon additional exercise and uh, took upon, uh, basically made it my life mission and so forth. But the diet alone would not have got me there. There's no doubt I needed to go on the medication. There's only been one person who I know who I've worked with who only made dietary changes and did not make any other changes, just basically changed the diet, stayed on their current medications, which they were on, and were able to then slowly get off the meds and become, you know, inflammation 
negligible, right? But the, like literally one person. And so yeah. we need to recognize that this is a disease that needs to be influenced from multiple angles to get inflammation as low as possible. So Bikram yoga, like you, is what I also used for my exercise for a long period of time and still do intermittently. The, uh, the diet, obviously we have that in common. Medications, I was on methotrexate, like yourself. We're going to talk about mindset and motivation in another episode that we're going to record with you as part of our three-part series uh, in the next podcast. Did you do anything with regards to your supplementation? Did you take any, you know, moringa powder or spirulina or chlorella and any of these like high impact sort of plant based supplements? Or did you do anything else with regards to bromelain enzymes or, you know, probiotics? Anything that we should know about on that front? Yeah, I, I tried to stay very basic and then. Everything I heard that, oh, that should be working for you. Then I would check <laughs> before, before running to the shop because, of course, uh, you, you find it everywhere. Um, there is also what I, uh, phase that I call uh, looking for the magic, the magic yeah. pill yeah. <laughs> where you, you kind of externalize, uh, the burden of handling your rheumatoid arthritis and you really hope that this one thing is going to solve it all. So mm. at one point, it can be the diet in your head. And then at another point, you're looking for the supplement that's going to just, yeah. you know, suppress everything. So I was lucky enough not to be too long in that phase. <laughs> and um, I also uh, started with a wonderful nutritionist, plant-based nutrition, nutritionist. I learned afterwards that she was actually a researcher working with my rheumatologist, but he was not my rheumatologist then. So I could not find a better person to support me. And she was very good at starting me on the supplementation. So she was very careful to say, okay, this is the minimum you should take. If you want to go further, you should, you can take this and that, but it's not really proven up to you. So I, I tried to keep it very simple. I started with probiotics, um, vitamin D yeah, and a, a mix of a curcuma ginger pepper. Yeah. Really sort of, you know, your sort of vanilla flavored Good recommendations. Yeah, exactly. And then basically I never went way more than this because nothing was really proven to be, let's say, to make a, a huge difference. And I yes. prefer to, to focus on keeping what I have at a very good level instead of finding something new to add on top because at the end of the day, you still have to monitor all your supplements, your diet, your stress management, your sport. And when something goes up or down, you... You want to be able to link that to something you did or didn't do. So if you have, if you're adding many supplements, it, it gets difficult to know what's what's really impacting. So I prefer to keep it simple, I and it. I use yep. also uh, probiotics, but natural. Uh, my my favorite is um, uh, I forgot the name. This Japanese paste miso. Um, miso, yeah. yeah. So I use a lot of miso. I use it in uh, as a soup. I use it also as a, a dressing. So it's, uh, it's my, my favorite one to use uh, daily. And I don't even think about, about it as a medication mm. or uh, a supplement. It's just part of every day. Yeah, yeah. And what I would like maybe to add is that um, I think we have to, to so uh, as we said in the beginning, diet is definitely not enough. And the proper kind of mindset for that is really to see any of our choices in a day. We need to make this choice thinking about what we want, thinking that we want to heal. 
Of course, it's about what you eat because you have to make this choice several times a day. So that seems like the biggest one. But again, going to become or not, oh, I'm training, oh, I'm tired. Yeah. Try to find for yourself what is the real motivation there. Do you really want to avoid it or do you really need to take a rest? You can think about that. But it's also about, do I want to see that trend today? That trend is always taking me down and who is uh, uh, always so negative and always so worried about me. Maybe not today, today I need a positive day. So let's mm. do that maybe next week or or maybe next year. We'll see. <laughs> I mm. think it's really important to prioritize things and to see that every choice you make about people, about your relationship, about what you're doing that day or not doing, are you postponing things? Sometimes it's good to postpone. You realize that when you postpone some decisions you have to make and which are taking a lot of your um, stress, for example, Finally, if you wait two or three days, somebody else came up with a solution. You don't even have to think about it anymore. That's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> so I think all of these, we really have to keep in mind that everything that we want to do, we want to do it thinking about being better, doing, doing better for ourselves. Um, and that really impacts everything in our life. So that's why thinking just about the diet is not enough and it's not the approach that mm -hmm. really will, will bring people to success. Well, there's so many influences are there to our microbiome. So our mood, our stress levels, these things influence our microbiome very, very significantly, not just the food. The exercise influences our microbiome. So literally those five things that we mentioned before, all of them influence our microbiome. And so if something's influencing our microbiome, then we have a direct impact on our immune system. So, you know, with all these presses and influences on the microbiome, it, it even makes sense to understand that diet is not enough. If you've got a car that can go five ways and you only have one of the steering wheels and four other people are driving it in different directions, I mean, you obviously haven't got complete control over the situation. Yeah. And we won't have complete control. We're an we're a organic human that has so many um, multifaceted dimensions. You know, we can't control everything we want about our health. And I don't even think we'll ever even fully understand the complexity of no. the human body and human health. And so all we can do is to influence it as much as we can. And so the message of this podcast is that whilst diet is one of the most important aspects of building better health and reducing inflammation in the body for short-term and long-term results, it alone is rarely enough to be able to overcome an incredibly difficult disease and that we should view the condition as so significantly challenging that we have to get a uh, seven, eight, nine, or even a 10 out of 10 in each of the other categories so that our report card is going to give us the results that we want for ourselves in our body yeah. exam. Yeah? So if each one of our categories uh, is a different university course and we're only really studying hard on one and doing well in one, we fail in the other areas. And fail is a strong word. So we don't want that. We need to study and do well in each of those categories to get the to, to pass our university, right, to get the outcome yeah, we definitely. need. Yeah, definitely. 
So thank you, Cecile, for coming on here and sharing and having a chat with me about diet because uh, you and I have had similar experiences in that department. We've utilized all aspects of, of the tools available to us, not just the dietary component. And I hope that other people can relate to that and also be motivated to keep up the diet. It's critically important, but uh, also look at these other areas if they are not seeing the progress that they want. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Rheumatoid Solutions. If you'd like to get more help to live an easier, healthier, and happier life, visit rheumatoidsolutions.com.